Today's episode, How Did I Ask for This? Welcome to the Daily Belief Game. I'm Jeff Stein. So how's it going? I assume you've been listening for a while now, and I imagine now that you're noticing your thoughts and how they feel more and more. And that's good. Again, this is a practice of self-discovery, which will reveal to you ultimately that this universe is knowable and that the, the causes and effects and the dreams and the purposes of your life are in your control. And there's nothing between you and your authentically intended awesome life than your own decisions of how to think and feel about them. Seriously, if you just continue to feelize your life circumstances and your perceptions and your judgments, you will no longer fear fear. You will see life as this sandbox that you get to play in, and you'll see emotions as the guidance system connecting your physical self to your eternal consciousness-linked authentic self. Because life is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to prosper and be thrilled and kind of live in a theme park where you get to decide how terrorizing or how thrilling you want the rides and attractions to be. And you make those decisions with your thoughts and your feelings. So today's episode, how did I ask for this? (laughs) And what I mean is when you find yourself in an upsetting situation, something happens and you don't like it, and you've been working on this belief game for a little while, so you know that your thoughts and your feelings create your reality, and you're wondering... How did I ask for this circumstance? <laughs> and it always occurs when, when, when the extremity of the negativity of the current manifestation just seems appalling to you. Meaning, this terrible thing just happened to me, and that makes me feel terrible, and I don't recall asking for more terribleness, so how did that happen? Well, first, the most important thing about answering this question is to do all of your post-circumstance debriefing based on feelizing more than analyzing. Everything and everyone that happens to you is a vibrational match, which is a woo-woo term that means your mix of thought and feeling. But it all matches. And remember, the only reason we care about any circumstance that happens to us is because of the way it feels. Right? Whether you lost $1,000 in a bad poker hand or a small car crash, it's how the loss or tragedy feels that is the real matching component to your vibration, not the particular circumstances. And, and, and stay with me, analytical types. I'll prove it to you in a very satisfying line of logic. <laughs> and I'll do it by a personal example. The other day, I got up before dawn to do my meditation hike, and I got in my car, and I rolled down the window to wipe off the fog, and thump, uh, the window wouldn't roll back up. It was stuck down. Minor problem, nobody died, but for some reason, I had this huge visceral reaction of freak out. I mean, partially because there was a forecast of rain that day, and you know, open car window plus rain equals bad, but that wasn't really it. For some reason, I was disproportionately panicked. And the whole thing, my body was trembling a little, my heart rate was up, my muscles were tightening in a dozen different ways. And, And in that lens of panic, 
my obedient brain, you know, the law of attraction, I got a whole litany of panic related matching thoughts. Because once you're in the lens, all the stuff that matches it starts throwing it in. You know, like they say, you bring about what you think about. And first, I was worried, you know, that the rain would leak into the car. And then I freaked that I'd have to put up an ugly tarp taped to my open window and my clients would see me in this, you know, saran wrap covered po folks hoopty. (laughs) So I was feeling shame and embarrassment and frustration and even scarcity because I freaked out that it would cost like a thousand dollars and I don't have a thousand dollars to spend on this BS. But actually I do, right? And But that's the power of a lens of pure victimization. And it doesn't matter whether you can surmount it. You know, I have millionaire clients who can get livid over a financial issue that they will ultimately solve with the equivalent of pocket change. But it's not the amount, it's the amount of freaking out. So as I'm sitting in my car with the window wide open, motor grinding, you know, when I try to put it up, it's not working. I recognize that, I was, in fact, taking this extremely intensely. I just noticed what I was feeling. And again, the belief game starts with awareness. So when you're feeling upset, call it out and you're halfway to working it out. So I did. And here's how it went. I said to myself, okay, I'm freaking out. Uh, I have got a sudden case of like tense shoulders, uh, the, the kind I used to get after ongoing stress. Uh, my heart rate is high right now. I'm overheating a little. And I did that all in my head kind of out loud to myself because it allows me to pivot to the next big step of awareness, recognizing that I brought this to myself. And that made me say things like, well, uh, this matches me somehow. I manifested this, so there's a lesson here, which is an opportunity to recognize what I've created, then decide if I'd like something different, which demands that I change my perception of what it means to me. I said, I asked for this feeling, or it wouldn't have existed in my perception. Well then, how did I ask for this? And remember, asking is giving your attention to something and how it feels. Obviously, I had given my attention to something that feels like this before. I have built this up or it wouldn't have come in so strongly on a simple case of the window not working. So it's clear I've had this thought-feeling combination before. I started asking, when have I given my attention to something in the past that feels like this feeling right now? And I'm getting confusion. I'm in panic, so it's hard to reach at first. So I'm saying, I, I don't know. So I kind of dissect it a little further. I say, well, what does this feel like? Um, Well, it feels like my whole day is ruined. Uh, I feel like I have to drop off the car at the mechanic. It's going to cost me an unknown amount of money, and the unknown is the fertile ground of fear. Uh, Basically, it feels like a huge disruption. (gasps) That's it. Suddenly right then I went, wait, that it does. It feels like a huge disruption. And again, since I was asking my brain for background data on this feeling rather than justification for my victimhood, I wasn't sitting there going, why is this suck? I deserve to be mad. No, I was saying, where have I felt this before? And then I instantly remembered how and where I've done this. Uh, As the AA expression goes, historical is hysterical, right? Something from the past that comes back to you. And this is what came to me in the lens of discovery rather than the lens of poor me wallowing in my misery, my terrible window being dysfunctional. I remembered that when I was a comedy executive, I was also a working actor. And when I would get an audition, I would see it as a huge disruption. 
And which is weird, right? Because auditions are a good thing. That's what you look forward to. You know, it's like, yes, auditions. But I'd always follow it with this thought of, oh, damn, this is going to be a pain to pull off. You know, I had to build my day around the block of time, two to four hours to get there and get back. If it was a big role with multiple pages, I'd have to rehearse. And, you know, maybe it was a commercial with tons of fast paced dialogue. And I was like, ah, disruption, (laughs) you know, and it all sounded familiar of that same feeling. And they're totally unrelated things, right? A broken window and an audition during a busy workday, totally unrelated. So you look for the feeling combination. And I would, back in those situations, I would have a small panic attack about how I was ever going to do all the things I needed to do and get to my audition. So it felt like a disruption. And this current one felt like a disruption. And it matched my historical overreactions to such disruptions. And at that point, now I suddenly recognize my creations exactly as I created them. I understood how I asked for that. And I remembered that every time I have one of these circumstances and I just go to the panic and I let the panic overtake me this of disruption, it's basically saying to the universe and my consciousness, more, please. <laughs> I mean, this is the whole everything happens for a reason thing. The, the no accidents, no coincidences. The everything is, in, is by my invitation. As Alan Watts says, suddenly you recognize there is not a grain of dust in the whole universe that's in the wrong place. And boom, right then I shifted in a holy instant to the new paradigm because I was aware enough by then. I went, okay, this is my creation. And now it's my choice to learn the lesson or reinforce the pain. But it's going to take effort. And so I had to decide whether to learn this lesson. I I had so many experiences of fretting disruption in the past that when this broken window event occurred, I jumped into that lens, like going down a water slide and just whoosh, you know, it all came rushing back, mind to body, physical reactions and all. But again, to figure out how you asked for something you're feeling in any given moment, getting to the answer of how did I ask for this? First, you have to dislodge yourself from the lens of panic or frustration. You have to Stop the complaining and the, and you, because as long as you're in the mind frame of victimization to the circumstance, then you'll be scanning your consciousness and your brain, which is a comparative device. You'll be scanning for evidence of your current belief that this is happening to me and this sucks. And so you will receive an increasing momentum of supporting details from your past to reinforce your requested confirmation of this pattern. If you say it's BS and you're convinced this sucks for you, you will be provided with all the reasons to believe that it's true. However, if instead you change your lens to something like, okay, this matches me somehow, let's take a look. And then you walk it up, knowing that this is your creation to accept, release, amend, improve, change for the better. And doing that softens its impact and returns you to your knowingness. You are the only one who can answer the question of, how did I ask for this? (laughs) Though you can always call me or someone like me, you know, phone a friend who can reflect your truth back to you so you can workshop a better choice forward, you know, lovingly, hopefully, but it's up to you to walk it from this feeling immersive nastiness into accepting you created it and then moving up to where you are actually starting to make a new choice. So here's your homework. When something happens today that causes a wave of emotional ick to descend upon you, stop and go through these three steps. One, call out your feelings so you can move your emotionality from experiencing to observing. Say what it is. Say what you're feeling. Two, ask yourself what this thought feeling is similar to in your past. Find the historical that feels like the current hysterical. (laughs) 
And then three, forgive yourself for creating this thought-feeling combination before, knowing that acceptance will allow you to make a new choice of how you'd like to feel when stuff like this happens. So again, I'm Jeff Stein. If you'd like more personal help in understanding these aspects of your life for yourself, for your staff, for your company, your organization, contact me and we'll help you cultivate, sustain, accelerate, and become inspiration in action. Doing these things in person will be life-changing, not because I'm awesome, but because you'll better know how and why and where you are awesome. Until then, please think responsibly. You want answers? I don't know. I'm Embrace it. Just asking. Life is choice. The power to create happiness. <laughs> you can choose to be a victim or anything else you'd like to be. You want to change the world? Don't know how to begin. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It's the right path. It's a path made of principle that leads to character. You, the people, have the power to make this Come life on. free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful Come adventure. On. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, hey, come on, 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 come on,